Hello, and welcome to Mashmouth, a podcast covering every single episode of hit 1970s sitcom, Mash. I'm Ethan. And I'm Vanessa. Welcome, everybody. Well, well, welcome back. So for context, we kind of record these episodes in batches because I'm super busy and I don't always have time to record because I'm in law school currently and Ethan's busy with his art. I generously do what can be referred to as work from home. (laughs) You also do a lot of stuff with like art and Ethan's an artist, so he's always busy with his digital creations. Oh, very, very generous. Um, (laughs) So for context, everybody, it's been a bit since we actually recorded. Uh, This is the first time we're we're recording post uh, putting up our first episode, which is kind of exciting. How does that feel, Vanessa? You feel like a a superstar? Like we're we're taking over the internet by storm? Absolutely. So it, it was really fun to put up the first episode. We were so nervous, like, in post and we were editing it and it was it was just crazy and we were like oh my god this has to be perfect this has to be perfect so anyone who's listening thank you so much thank you for sticking with us through all of this um all of this this six episodes that we've done so far or five (laughs) um but yeah it's been great i i it it's just so fun to record again. Yeah, we're, we're you know, we're by no means are we super successful in the, the podcast industry. But, you know, we're doing this for fun. And if anybody is listening uh, and enjoys the show, thank you for that. Uh, it sincerely means a lot. Yeah, definitely. By the time this comes out, uh, it should roughly be around Halloween. So, Vanessa, if you saw a kid dressed up as, like, Radar or something, uh, what would you do? Would you give him just the whole bowl and be like, here you go, kid, you're you're my hero? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, it's funny that you mentioned that because... In I think it was seventh, I think it was eighth grade actually. I dressed up as uh, Hawkeye for Halloween. I had a mask shirt That's on. Incredible. I had, um, yeah, I had like camo on, like my my pants, and I bought a a white jacket for um or like a white like doctor's coat. I mean, and I wrote BF Pierce on on the little label, and it was it was really funny. Um, no one knew who I was except like the older teachers. They were like. Oh, who who are you? Like, what doctor are you supposed to be thinking of from like a I don't know, like a soap opera or something? I was like, oh, Hawkeye. And they're like, what? <laughs> so it was really funny. Yeah, that's so funny. I love that you chose to be Hawkeye instead of like Margaret. Uh, that says <laughs> a lot about you, I guess. I just I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the blonde hair for it, so I was like, to be accurate, I had to be someone with dark hair. So. <laughs> okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so do you want to get into the episode now that we're, like, (laughs) done talking about me as a weird kid? (laughs) Well, I was going to say that this episode has uh, Hawkeye in a bit of a costume, so it kind (laughs) of works. We, uh... We get to see Hawkeye play a little dress up, play a little Halloween in this That's one. That's true. It's pretty exciting. Let's get into it. So in this episode titled Yankee Doodle Doctor, when General Clayton decides the 4077th will be the subject of a short documentary, Hawkeye, Trapper, and Radar decide to use their typical tricks to kind of thwart the making of what is essentially a war propaganda film. So Ethan, what did you think about this episode? This episode was great like full stop like great episode i think it's one where they really kind of found their footing with what they want to say about the series and about uh the vietnam war through the korean war and 
we'll we'll kind of get into this, but it made me realize how much like uh, other sitcoms like owed a mash of like how they're able to go kind of deeper because mash kind of set the template like i was thinking a lot about like scrubs during i don't know if you've seen scrubs a lot but scrubs is like very famously like a very goofy doctor show that will go hardcore kind of like very serious dramatic moments in some places so i was thinking a lot about that during this episode because it's basically a proto scrubs episode that they make that's really funny yeah i've never actually seen scrubs i don't think i've ever seen any of scrubs you had texted me that when we were watching the episode and that is really interesting to kind of see that mash has like even a like even like a little bit of an influence on media in the more current era so that's that's really cool i think it has a big influence like to this day and you would really like scrubs i think first season or so is like a little more goofy Mm -hmm. uh, but once it like mash once it gets its footing it really does become this well-balanced dramedy i think you would like it a lot it it's definitely up your alley I'll have to watch it when I have time because that does sound like I, I know that it's like revered as like a great show. I've just never. So, yeah, I'll definitely take a look at it. Do you want to give your thoughts on it? Because I just gave a whole monologue. <laughs> OK, so I really liked this episode. Um, I think that they did a really good job of kind of balancing the anti-war sentiment that they had throughout the show or that they wanted to have in the show and while still not being really like anti-american or anti-military because of course they're even though the show did kind of toe the line of what was kind of acceptable with anti-war stuff um, they still did have a line that they couldn't really cross and i think that they did a really good job of showing that almost like hypocrisy of war and stuff like that so i really i really enjoyed this episode this episode was very striking to me because it felt very very bold uh especially to do in your i think i said this like last episode uh i said like it was very bold for them to do that story so early on and that kind of continues with this one that it's very bold for them to kind of dig their their heels in and say like this is kind of what mash is about because i imagine for the 70s the network like wanted just a pure goofy sitcom like something that didn't really have much to say like i know hogan's heroes is a show i don't know if you've ever seen that Mm -hmm. to my understanding that shows just pure goofiness set around world war ii so and it didn't really have much to say about like the military or like commentary in general the movie that they make in this in the end is just pure goofiness with like Hawkeye dressed up as Groucho Marx and then hard cuts to him being like this is a very serious thing and I thought that was kind of commentary on what they're trying to do with the show trying to balance comedy with also being something that has a lot to say yeah so let's back up a little bit because um to get into like the plot of the episode like we said general clayton wanted this was doing this movie with this lieutenant bricker who was kind of a jerk as they all are yeah (laughs) most guest characters on this show are kind of jerks so (laughs) far (laughs) 
<laughs> That's true. Um, so he chooses MASH 4077, obviously, because this is the show that we're following. So Hawkeye is this central doctor in the film, and it's essentially a propaganda film to make people feel good about the war effort. Like, this is what the these noble doctors are doing, etc., etc. And in the first scene where they're filming the the action of the documentary it's really gross and just bad because hawkeye is making these assessments about how to save lives and there's hawkeye and trapper in the or and they're literally like elbows deep in a person trying to save his life and this lieutenant bricker guy is like oh get in there you know we need more action this that and the Can other you thing. repeat that line yeah and it's just like ew this is war this is not like fun it was pretty invasive right at the beginning of him filming everything he went up to this wounded soldier and was like hey can you smile to make it look like you're like in good hands yeah very invasive very uh Ab- abrasive invasive and abrasive <laughs> uh this guy had had absolutely no class about it and then if i can back up a bit to a part that i thought was really actually genuinely very funny is that the the episode opens with the general kind of on camera and i thought it was really clever because it opens with him talking to the camera and that was kind of a cool like narrative device and then it pulls out to reveal the the film set like mm-hmm. i kind of wanted this episode to be just the movie that they were making like a real community kind of format bending episode but i guess it it was a little early for that to happen it's interesting that you say that because there is an episode a little bit later on that is that kind of does that it's it's actually way later in the series i don't think most of the original cast is even there at that point but yeah that does actually happen so something to look forward to later on Ooh. But uh, what I was going to say with it being funny is uh, this general is like, oh, well, we can film the match unit, the 4077 match unit, because they have really fine doctors. They're like, they're the best soldiers out here. And then like hard cut to Trapper and Hawkeye <laughs> slow dancing together for like no reason. And I thought that was so funny. I noted that down as like that first cut to Hawkeye and Trapper. I was like, oh, that's definitely indicative of what the episode is going to be like of this like old general and he's talking about war and doctors and this and that and the other thing and then of course it's gonna still have that quintessential mash comedy in it and i thought that they did that really well it it was really funny i love a good editing joke yeah Whenever a show can kind of make the the juxtaposition between two scenes a joke, I'm like, yeah, this is the kind of humor that I like. That is really funny. Picking up on what you said uh, a little bit before, um, Hogan's Heroes was this, or I'm sorry, before MASH, there was Hogan's Heroes, and Hogan's Heroes was like the war show, I feel, before MASH. I could be wrong, that's just like in my personal opinion. It was like the biggest one. And they really didn't do anything that was kind of controversial, because at that point it wasn't controversial to like not like the nazis so <laughs> it was uh not really any kind of commentary and mash really turned that on its head to be this anti-war commentary and i 
I picked up on, and this this is throughout the show as well, but I picked up on this episode, there was talks of draft dodging. Oh, right. Hawkeye, like, hid under his porch <laughs> yeah. uh, to avoid getting drafted when they showed up. Yeah, and or, it was... so he jokes. Yeah. So I imagine that at that point in time, too, uh, when the show aired, that was kind of groundbreaking as well, where it's like, you know, the military is not something that these ultra-patriotic people are you know engaging involuntarily there's people who don't want to be here and they're very vocal about not wanting to be there throughout the whole show and it it is early for them to be like yeah no i i hate it here i don't want to be here i don't like this war that was the thing that like made them kind of turn on the documentary because you know hawkeye is a is a ham (laughs) there's no debate about that so he was kind of into being the star of this uh this movie and then frank was like oh it's called yankee doodle doctor and it's like they're narrating we have a great thing of all volunteers and they're like we're not volunteering for anything. We're here because we were told to be here. <laughs> that was what triggered them to be like, wait, this is some nonsense going on. Let's uh, let's wreak some havoc. That was just really, really funny. <laughs> but yeah, so about Frank too, we had this juxtaposition as well of the comedy in MASH with this, you know, commentary about, you know, how war is bad. And It's in the actual production of the film and they have Frank's voiceover with all these like crazy things that Hawkeye, Trapper and Radar are doing when they're like in their underwear. Hawkeye is this Yankee doodle doctor. where He's dressed up as Groucho Marx. Trapper is like, I don't even know what Trapper's doing. It's just he's got this ridiculous look on his face and he's honking this horn. It's really funny. And... I just think that that is that's also a really like mash thing about it's like that is the show basically Frank taking it way too seriously and Hawkeye and Trapper just being goofballs and I just I thought that that was so funny too like just in the episode speaking of Frank's voiceover where he's talking very seriously over what would turn out to be this very goofy footage I liked when He was going over his lines for the narration. It was him and Hulahan and Hawkeye and Trapper all in the tent together kind of discussing this. And when Frank started to really kind of give his lines and like perform them, you saw Margaret like in the background mouthing along to all of his lines. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I didn't notice that. That's so funny. (laughs) Frank in this one. Uh, we mentioned last episode that like Frank did not appear at all because that episode was so serious it didn't need anything from him. Um, so it was good to see him again. And uh, there were some good jokes at his uh, expense. Like he was like, oh, I, well, I did drama in high school and a bit in college. And, you know, for a while it was real toss up if I'd be a doctor or an actor. And then Hawkeye just goes, oh, what what finally happened? <laughs> I love that. I love I love any joke that was at Frank's expense that suggested that he like wasn't a doctor or wasn't a even a good doctor. Like wasn't a doctor in general. That that always those always make me laugh. I laughed out loud at that uh at that joke at that time in the episode. It was <laughs> just the the jokes that you can do on Frank Burns are just just so good, so funny, so many of them. <laughs> 
So eventually Hawkeye and Trapper are like, this is, this is ridiculous. This is a propaganda film. This is not indicative of Matt, like what a real mass unit is like at all. It's just drama. It's fake. And so of course they decide to go and expose this filmmaker's film to light because it's the 1950s and that's how they did film back then <laughs> and that's how film works baby it's all light and chemicals it's a literal film yeah so i thought it was really funny again an endearing henry moment that i'll always talk about is henry's on the phone with the general when after um the film gets exposed and they don't know how it happened at that point henry was on the phone he's like oh it's going great general uh, actually it's going horribly but it was going great before it was going horribly. And then on the phone, he's like, he realizes that Hawkeye and Trapper were the ones to have messed up the film. And I, for some reason, that just struck me as like Henry. <laughs> because what happens uh, with that is that he's saying uh, whoever got into this had to be really good with tools and really good at their hands, like a surgeon. And then he's like... <laughs> Oh, wait a second. It was very, very good. <laughs> I love Henry. I just, I'll, I'll never stop saying it. I'll love, I love Henry. Hawkeye and Trapper actually like ruining the film was very funny because mm. they're like looking at all the frames. It's like, oh, that was my bad side. Oh, this is good. You were really good in this bit. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. I really liked that. After they exposed the film, Brickle, right? His name's Brickle? Yeah, Lieutenant Brickle is like, you know what? I'm out of here. Like, this is ridiculous. And so Hawkeye and Trapper decide to make the movie themselves, essentially. They get the okay from Henry, and he's like, okay, yeah, sure. Thinking that they're actually gonna make a good film. And so we get scenes where, you know, Radar is acting, and Hawkeye is giving direction to the cameraman. It's like, oh, take, get me coming, get us coming out of OR and stuff like that, or get us coming out of post-op. And it, they're making it seem like they were doing something serious but of course at this point in the show we know that they're definitely not doing something serious so then of course we go into the final production of the movie where general clayton is there watching it and it's just all this ridiculous stuff like we said hawkeye and groucho marx and yankee doodle doctor and it's just this most ridiculous thing but at the end i think ethan mentioned there is this one piece of it where Hawkeye is just looking straight on at the camera and he's he's saying you know we operated on this young man about an hour ago and he's got a 50 50 shot like that's what this that's what war is about that's real and then what struck me at the end of course was when he said not a very happy ending for a movie but then again no war is a movie and that was just really on the nose for me you know this this is this is real remember that the war movies you're watching all that stuff that's fake. This is real. Or the war TV shows you're watching. Yeah, it was very like fourth wall. This almost. episode <laughs> was so, so meta without, I think, intending to be meta. Because like they didn't do this wasn't community. They didn't do that in the 70s. But I, I do think that this episode was in part them taking maybe what the network wanted the show to be like a little lighter, a little more goofy. And saying, like, no, that's not genuine, that's not real. I mean, I have no, like, uh, authority to say that. This is just, like, my personal uh, theory. I don't know what the creators were intending with this specific episode. But it was so pointed that I imagine that it did come from some kind of real place of, like, this is what we want to do with the show. We want to say something meaningful in this setting. 
Um, also, continuing that, that meta thing, I guess you could say, because Alan Alda, you know, famously becomes such an involved writer and director on the show that I thought it was so fun to see him direct this movie within the episode of like that would be his role as the show goes on he would eventually kind of step up to do that more and i'm sure at this point he wasn't like involved at that level it was just neat yeah i actually didn't even think about that that's so funny that you mentioned that because he does take on that directorial role and whatnot so that that that's really cool i didn't even pick up on that i saw uh because you know when you when you do anything and now and when you research things uh all of your ads get targeted to you and i saw an ad for a t-shirt or like a baseball hat that just has written and directed by alan alda in oh the in the mash font like oh for some reason and i was like i have to get that right so maybe if i see it again i will buy it oh my god that's so what fun. world do i not own this oh my god i need to get that i need that we need to have matching shirts <laughs> but yes one day to go back into it um i thought I thought it was really funny also at the end when General Clayton liked it. Henry, uh, again, Henry, I'll (laughs) never stop with Henry. So I really liked that General Clayton liked the movie because they, it was supposed to be this, obviously this serious film. And it had this scene in the beginning where General Clayton was talking about you know, the MASH units and whatnot, it had that introduction, but then it was a complete surprise to everyone else that, the movie took this like more goofy turn there were scenes when it was playing when henry was laughing and he was like trying not to laugh because he was sitting next to the general when they were airing the movie and at one point he tries to get up and walk away and clayton like pulls him back down and (laughs) you could just see that henry this was like oh my god i can't believe this but then at the end it's revealed that general clayton really liked it he was like save a copy for me we have to have something to laugh at when this whole thing is over and i thought that that was that was so great and again kind of meta commentary about mash like we can laugh about this thing now that it's over i just i i just really liked it i thought it was i thought the whole episode was just really cute and really funny i liked what general clayton wanted the film to be edited into uh as well because he was like all right so leave my bit because my bit's really good And then cut out everything in the middle, but also leave in uh, Hawkeye like being serious at the end because that's a really good bit. And it kind of proves them right. We shouldn't have made a uh, a propaganda piece. We should have just been genuine about like what the war is. I also like the idea that they're going to show this this four minute film in a theater somewhere even if it's like (laughs) one of the newsreel pieces. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that's really funny. I was like, what? This was like, obviously... It was really short for the episode, but I was like, this is so weird to be showing in a theater or something. Like, this is a short. What? <laughs> I mean, they did that in, like, the 50s. Yeah. They did show shorts and, like, newsreels. So, like, it's fine, believability-wise. I wasn't like, this episode's ruined. How dare they? No, no yeah. It, it, it was works just for like, what it needs to be. <laughs> it's just one of those generational things where it's like, you don't think about that 
anymore. You know what I mean? Like the, the newsreels and the movies and whatnot. So when I'm watching it now in the 21st century, I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, this is too short to be in a movie. <laughs> but anyway, so I wanted to get into a little bit of a piece of trivia that I thought was really funny and interesting. So Lieutenant Bricker was played by an actor, Ed Flander, and he's actually best known for his role in this I guess it's a drama, Saint Elsewhere. But he's also really Ooh, I've known. I've heard of Saint Elsewhere. I haven't. I I don't I don't know what that is. Saint actually. Elsewhere is really famous actually because it's a hospital drama. So many things are hospital dramas. <laughs> but at the end of it, it reveals that the whole show is just a little boy oh, imagining yeah. things while he's looking at a snow globe. And because Saint Elsewhere did a bunch of crossovers with other things, it implies that all of these other shows that like have connected over decades with each other are all just within this one kid's imagination oh my god yeah if you've never heard of this uh i highly recommend that anyone listening or vanessa herself look into this little fan theory this uh this saint elsewhere multiverse fan theory because <laughs> it's one of those things where it's uh it's very minor but you can kind of expand it into literally every show takes place within this kid's imagination and it's one of the like dorkiest but kind of coolest things that i think people have come up with in a long time so fun yeah i actually i don't know anything other about the show (laughs) i i have heard about that uh i think that i was watching like a watch mojo video watch mojo top 10 10, yeah and it was like the 10 worst endings in tv history and that was one of them (laughs) But anyways, yeah, they make fun of it on 30 Rock. Of course, like, of course they do. <laughs> so anyway, so what I was saying was, so he was known for St. Elsewhere, all that. But he was also most well known for playing Harry Truman, like, multiple times throughout his career. He was, Harry, he played Harry Truman in, like, three or four movies. He was the most, apparently played Harry Truman more awesome. than, like, in more movies than any actor. That is a very specific thing. Yeah, I thought that that was so funny because, you know, Harry Truman, president during when the Korean War was set, and then he's playing this, you know, propaganda filmmaker for the Korean War, but also had played Harry Truman. It was just, it was just so crazy that's funny i wonder what other actors like have the distinction if there's like an actor whose like whole deal is i'm i'm nixon like he just (laughs) plays nixon all the time because i imagine there's only a few guys that are like nixon e when they need a nixon yeah probably i wanted to ask you like what did you have any favorite lines or what were your favorite parts of this episode Uh, I kind of went through them as we were talking. Give me a hot second. Well, my favorite part of this, not favorite part, but okay, (laughs) we're we're losing it. (laughs) Um, No. So I really liked in this episode, it was a highlight for me, how they referenced a lot of old cinema and media, like. Hawkeye referenced Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and then of course he he dressed up as Groucho Marx and the Porky Pig reference when they were um when they were exposing the film to light and when Hawkeye was first introduced to Bricker and he was doing the you dirty rat uh scene it was just it was really funny I really liked that yes uh I think my favorite bit as well was Hawkeye as Groucho just it was 
perfect. Like, just his little outfit and the way his hair parted. I was like, this is Alan Alda living the dream at this moment in his life. At this point in time, he could be Groucho Marx in the movie about Groucho Marx. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. This This was kind of a throwaway moment, but when they were airing the film or they were showing it, Henry was waving his arms and trying to get everyone's attention, like, to be quiet. And Radar just stands up and goes, quiet! And then they all be quiet. And Henry was just like, okay, great. (laughs) Thanks, Radar. (laughs) Uh, That was, it was so throwaway, but it was so, again, quintessential Henry just not having control over anything. (laughs) Radar's the man in charge. We all know it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that can't, can't get along without him until it has to. So... I think we have reached the end of this episode. I think we've reached our natural conclusion. I agree. So, Vanessa, do you have any final thoughts on this? I just really liked this episode, like I said. I I agree with you that it was definitely... This episode felt like it was what the showrunners were trying to do with MASH of be funny, but also social commentary about war. And I really liked that. And I think that they did it really, really well. Yeah, this is a real thesis statement. And I imagine influenced the direction of the show going forward, because this kind of episode is not an isolated episode. Hmm. Uh, there are many episodes that are are funny, 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 then will break your heart at the end. And the little movie that they made is basically that. So I agree. Uh, looking forward to seeing more as we continue good times so let's do a little bit of a wrap-up shall we we shall we would just like to thank vanessa's sister melissa for awesome cover art jacob fiorbalco for being our technical consultant you can support him by checking out this might be a radio show on mixcloud as always our music is linked in the description and thank you for listening until next time dress up like hawkeye for halloween i mean come on it's an easy costume goodbye Farewell and amen. Bye, everyone.